We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I'm your host, Jethro Jones, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. This episode is brought to you by John Cat Educational, a professional development publisher serving as the global leader in combining both research and practice in all materials. Find timely PD publications to support yourself and your faculty by visiting them online at us.johncatbookshop.com. All right, welcome to Transformative Principle. I am excited to have Curtis Zimmerman on the program today. Uh, he's been a fire eater, a juggler, a mime, a performer for years, and then he became a speaker. Uh, really great stuff. Looking forward to talking with him. Welcome to the program, Curtis. Thank you so much, and thank you for the short intro. I appreciate it. We're not going to talk about resumes. We're going to talk about reels amaze today, which is what every student, administrator, and faculty member really wants our leadership to do. Exactly. And I think being real is a, a valuable trait that we all have to develop more as as we go through this life. So I want to talk a little bit about you being a speaker and performer and you not being able to do that because of the pandemic. And I want you to imagine instead of you not being able to do it, uh, you being forced to do something different that you were never prepared for, never trained for, and never expected to do, which is to do all the stuff you do in person online, how would you feel if you were thrown into that situation to relate to our teachers? Well, it's really a great question and one that I have to say I've answered many times since March and one that every principal, administrative leader, and teacher has had to ask themselves. And I have to be honest with you and say everyone got fired in March and you had to make a decision If you wanted to change your job description and change what you did for a living, or if you wanted to quit your job. 
And that's really, truly the way that I look at it. And for everyone that's saying, I'm going to jump on the online wagon and I'm going to figure this out, or I'm going to do Zoom calls and I'm going to, you know, build out content that's different, even though I've had it for 13 years, now I have to do it completely different. I think that there are some amazing growth potential in that. And there are some really big challenges with losing some amazing educators that know how to reach kids in the classroom. They're what I call master facilitators, master teachers. We also have a big problem with losing some of those folks because they go, you know what, I didn't sign up for this. So there's give and take with all of it. And there's struggle with all groups. One other thing I would say with that is what we found with the administrators that we've worked with is people that are real, and we'll define what real means later, but people that are buttoned up, I'm professor so-and-so, and I have a bow tie, and I'm perfect, and my hair is perfect, and I'm bulletproof. Those people have the biggest problem with online because their son's going to walk in and grab milk without a shirt on behind them. The cat's going to crawl across the front. They're going to lose internet. They're not going to be in control. And the only way they're going to have to relate is by being as real and open and vulnerable as possible. And so some people, boy, that's like perfect. That's a perfect fit. It's like an old shoe. I'm awesome because I'm real everywhere. Other people, even though they're amazing at what they did before, fitting into this new openness and a peek into who you are as a human being is very difficult. And I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong. I'm saying if you're in leadership, you need to know that some of your most rock star put together people might need to talk with you more than ever before. Is that mm-hmm. fair? Yeah. And and not only that, but we've always had this image of teachers as being these people who lived and breathed school and that was it. And so a kid seeing a teacher in the grocery store was a big deal. And whoa, that's crazy. But now, you know, we're seeing into everybody's homes and and that is really changing that dynamic and giving us, I think, many opportunities for greater connection, greater camaraderie, greater getting to know each other in a real way that you're talking about. Um, so let's let's take some time now and define what that real means. How do you define that? Well, what I talk about is uh, I have a resume and I have a real resume. So my resume is mime, juggler, fire eater, best entertainer of the year, Universal Studios in Hollywood, uh, best-selling author, speaker for Fortune 100 companies, a million miles on Delta as a speaker. You know, I, on the sp- stage, I always say, hi, you know, I'm Joe Speaker, right? We got that. That's my resume, and nobody cares about that. And I would say whoever's listening, whatever the letters you have before or after your name, that got you the position you're in. We're in a place now where who you are as a person and your real name, your first name is more important than ever in any letters on either side. And why I say that is when I talk to educators and I talk about why do you do what you do? I know that you were a principal in the past and why did you do what you do? And it all comes down to, well, there's now that as a principal, there's brick and mortar I have to take care of facility management. I have to have an amazing custodial team. I have to have, you know, answers to sanitary now more than ever, those kinds of things. Then we have the staff, my my folks that I have to inspire and give tools and continue in education. And then we have the customer. 
And the customer is always the most important thing. And the further and further up the, the way we go, the hierarchy in education, the further and further away we get from our customer. And that happens with Procter & Gamble that I work with. That happens with Universal Studios that I work with. And, you know, so often when I'm in the executive suite at Universal Studios, I say, go walk the park. Go order something and stand in line. Go wait for a ride because you haven't done it in seven years. And that's what your customer is experiencing. So I share that because the resume is what gets you the job. The resume is what allows you to leave a legend. So I shared my resume. Now I'm going to do the hard thing. And, and I usually share this at the very end of my speech. But for who's listening now, we're going to start with it because you asked for it. So mime, juggler, fire eater, best-selling author, blah, blah, blah. Resume. Resume. Born and raised in Los Angeles on welfare and food stamps. My mother was married six times. I'm a Head Start kid. And, oh, let's see, we moved 27 times, not because my daddy was in the Air Force, but to get away from the alcoholics and the bill collectors and the crazy makers. Uh, oh, bonus, I have celiac disease, but I wasn't diagnosed till I was 16. So I was hospitalized 37 times before I was nine years old. I used to flop on the floor two or three times a day uh, with seizures and the ambulance would come and take me away. Oh, another bonus. I have dyslexia. <laughs> so I got this, you know, amazing life package, baby. I'm going to just succeed. The dyslexia meant I was in special ed in every single class that I was ever in in my entire career. I'm the youngest of five children. Every one of my brothers and sisters has a different last name and a different father. And I was the first one to graduate from high school in my family. Not from college. Let's catch that from a high school, and I'm the youngest in the family. So the resume and the resume oftentimes reads very differently, but the reason I now own a home, have a wife for 29 years. Now I understand 29 doesn't guarantee 30. I'm still dating and she's still deciding. I mean, let's be realistic here, okay? Nothing's perfect, but I have three semi-stable teenagers <laughs> through the pandemic. And uh, the reason a lot of that is true is because some of the people that are listening right now and some of the people that are listening right now empowering the people that deal with the customers every single day. So I, I would love to spend another minute just sharing what that really means, if, if that's okay with you. 12 and a half years old, 13 years old, uh, moved once more, going to junior high. Uh, because I was sick so much and because I have dyslexia, I'm in junior high, probably reading in a second or third grade level. My uh, mother's in the principal's office talking to somebody like a lot of you here and completely cussing you out, talking like a truck driver that would blush. I have no idea why. She probably didn't either, but that's just the life I lived. Painting the picture for you. Norman Natal walks in the office, sees my mom screaming at the principal, sees me sitting there, looks at my little folder, which was about four inches deep because of all the schools I've been to. Oh, I see you're supposed to be in my class, grabs my hand and leaves, doesn't say anything to my mom or the principal, 
takes me to room 27B. Hmm, 27B, that's an odd thing. Well, 27B actually said there was a room 27 and there was a room 28. And then 27B actually was, uh, oh, I know, it was the custodian's closet. And because she taught special ed and only had six kids, she didn't need a whole classroom. That'd be ridiculous. So they cleaned out the custodian closet and all the special kids like me got to go to 27B, which, of course, meant that every other kid in the entire school knew uh, you're in 27B. <laughs> Bonus. All right. Back to our story. She walks me down to the classroom the very first day. And what she does is she's an educator. And a loving, caring, amazing woman that loves to change and transform lives to other, take them places they didn't think they could go. So the first day she interviews me. So Curtis, tell me about yourself. And I get into, I have dyslexia in my mom. No, 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 Curtis. <clears throat> tell me about you. What do you like to do? If you could do anything, when you wake up in the morning, you could do anything. What would, well, I love juggling. I'd love to learn how to juggle more. And I love magic tricks. And I, I love mime. Oh, that's it. So the next day I went back and she had a corner all squared off so that all the craziness yeah. that happened so behind me, I wouldn't let's get Let's bring that full circle. With. How do we, quote unquote, walk the park the during the pandemic oh, when we can't see our kids face to face? What are some practical things we can do to stay connected can you like that, that teacher was to you? Talk. She got three giant stacks of books, one on mime, one on juggling and one on magic. And she had a poster of Marcel Marceau on one side and a poster of a juggler on the other. And that was my visual. And I went up three and a half grade levels that year. Every single person that's listening right now needs to know I'm living proof what you do matters. Hey, I'm sorry about the crappy paperwork. I'm sorry about the pandemic, but you need to still save kids like me. And that's why we're on this call. And that's why I agreed to be on this podcast, because that is the root of the resume resume. John Cat Educational supports high quality teaching and learning by providing publications that are research based, practical and focused on the key topics proven essential in today's and tomorrow's schools. The latest John Cat publications include a book whose bold, transformative ideas amaze and infuriate people around the world, according to one reviewer, a title from Global Leaders in Curriculum Planning, Practice, and Retrieval, one book that says Stop Talking and Start Doing with regard to teacher well-being, and much more. These books, used by educators of all roles across North America and worldwide, amplify fresh, engaging voices with practical strategies to create transformative change. Learn more in our show notes at jethrojones.com slash podcast. Let's bring that full circle. How do we, quote unquote, walk the park during the pandemic when we can't see our kids face to face? What are some practical things we can do to stay connected like that teacher was to you? Surprise and delight. So I do a lot of stuff with marketing departments, Coca-Cola, the big boys. I do a lot of stuff with them. And what they want to do to their customers, remember who your customers are. 
So if I'm an administrator, my customers are the teachers, the faculty, the people that run the front office. That's my direct customer. And then their customer, of course, is those little amazing miracles that walk in our tune in every single day. So as a brand, you're a brand manager called the education of the United States or whatever the heck you want to call yourself. Make it big, make it exciting. Well, what big brands do is they surprise and delight their customer. I want a Coke. I go to the Coke machine. I put in my 50 cents and a giant sandwich comes out the size of Minneapolis and 25 Cokes or two liter bottle. It surprises and delights me. Okay, if you give your significant other a kiss and the Coca-Cola machine sees it, it's gonna send you out tickets to anywhere in the world from Delta Airlines. That's called surprise and delight. And what we're not getting right now on our Zoom calls and on our all of the different devices is there's no surprise and delight. There's dull, dull, and duller. And I have three teenagers and they are doing everything. My wife and I are fairly engaged in our children's lives and we're struggling and we're dealing with mental illness. No, not mental illness, mental breakdown in my family because this is a show that nobody signed up for and we're all in it and we cannot get out. There's no exit right now. So how can you, on the very next time you're Skyping your team, the very next time you're sending out something to your team, what can you do that makes them go, whoa, that's amazing. Wow, that is awesome. Oh my gosh, I needed that content so bad. Thank you for that link. Oh, this is exactly what I need. It teaches me, here are seven ways to open up every single one of your Zoom calls to make sure the kids are engaged. Oh, Curtis, could you be more practical? You know, what are the teachers? What can they use next time? Oh, I got something. How about I have a series of seven different little cards and I'm going to hold it up and every single one has a word on it. So let's just go where we are now. Hello. I hope everyone had a happy new year. So glad you're in class. It's going to be an amazing day. So why do I, sh I share that? Because what I want you to do is every about a minute and a half, two minutes, I don't want you to say anything. I just want you to hold that card up. And every single one of your students that knows what the sentence is, by the time you're done, they get extra credit. And if you do it every single day for a week, you get 10 points extra on your make-believe amount that I'm giving you already that we all know that's the truth. Why do I think that's important? Because my daughters listening to you, watching TikTok, and playing a video game all at the same time, and she's not my son that makes her look like she's moving in slow motion. And you're wondering why they're not getting the content. Surprise and delight. How can I keep them engaged throughout and give them extra credit for doing it? Those simple kinds of things, give them a break and say, go out in the yard and get three leaves and bring them back. And we're going to talk about the colors. We're going to, doesn't matter. How can you take a 2D experience and turn it into their world? That's a huge part of this. What I love about the story you shared with your teacher was that she connected you to what you cared about and no... I mean, you talk about nobody cares about your resume. They care about your resume. But more than that, kids don't care about our content. They only care about how our content applies to them. 
And so if we can make our content apply to them, then they're going to be much more engaged in it. Your teacher wasn't trying to teach you how to juggle. She was trying to teach you how to read, but she knew the only way she could do that was by teaching you something that you were actually interested in. So trying to say, okay, let's get this book that you've read 10 times because this is the program that we have. That was never going to work. And she knew that. That's why she went and got those juggling books because she knew if you really wanted to juggle and you were serious about that, then you would devour those, which is, I'm assuming what you did, that you found a way to figure out how to read even though it was challenging because you wanted that information. And that's what I think we're really missing in this pandemic world is that we're not taking the time to really focus on what our kids actually care about. So something as simple as going outside and getting leaves and then talking about those leaves that are from their yard or from their apartment complex or wherever they live, that's a huge step in the right direction because it's making what's happening in their life actually applicable to school. And so often it is not, it is a disconnect. And that is a a great failure of our education system. And I have to be honest with you, we cannot put the responsibility of that on the educators. They didn't sign up for this. And, and, uh, you know, we give so many tools and so many ideas and, but sometimes we make it way too complicated. We need to give them simple, easy things that they can do every day to have an impact because what we're missing, and I say we're missing, our students, our faculty, our families, our communities, is connection. And the number one thing, the reason why teachers love teaching isn't because of the paycheck. (laughs) We all know that. It's because of the sense of I'm giving to community I'm building into something, and even though I'm never probably going to see the impact my year had on this person when they're 27, I believe in giving, and I love what I do because of what I get to get. I'm blessed every day to get up and inspire these young minds, knowing that it, it can just lead to something way bigger than I could ever be on my own, and now... So many people are either doing half online learning, half in-person learning, and they're so scared because they're in one of the categories that one of these amazing kids going to come up and give them a hug and they're going to get sick. So even when we're in the arena, we're all in the same space. We're still spaced out. We're not allowing them to hug and knock each other over and play in the playground and all the things that we need as human beings to be healthy. So those are all challenges we all have. And as somebody that's in a position to motivate those people and to excite those people, you have to give them real tools they can use to reach out and not expect that they're going to know it on their own. Because I'm telling you right now, some will, but a lot won't. And uh, I have to be honest, I didn't come on here to talk about this, but We just launched my virtual school assembly program and it's designed, you know, I've done thousands of school assemblies. I've done hundreds and hundreds of workshops. I've done all kinds of things for teachers, administrators over the years, over the past 20 years, superintendents, conferences is the keynote speaker, all of that. And the problem is we don't have a way to get everyone together for a school assembly to hear good content and then to feed off of those messages right now. So we went in studio, we shot a 30-minute full-length Life at Performance Levels, the name of my keynote, my best-selling book, and 
then it comes with a, a study guide for teachers with follow-up questions. But the biggest thing I'm proud of is it has about nine or 13 different little episodes. So you can show four minutes and then you can talk about what that is and you can make it a theme for the week. You can make it a theme for the day, anything to keep kids engaged. But it's not about reading, writing, arithmetic. It's about my program is called Life at Performance Level, which is basically as a performer, all the things you do to put your show on stage, be the star, cast your show wisely, stop rereading old scripts if you want to write the next chapter, more important than ever with the pandemic. That's what the whole program's about. But of course, I do juggling and I play Simon Says and I normally do fire eating and all the things I do to keep people awake during the program. That's all baked into the program. It's very interactive for the students. But the number one thing the program's designed to do is build community and communication between the teacher and the student and give them those real tools. That is hard to find right now. And, you know, it's heart heart wrenching how many people are struggling, not just the students, but the teachers. Yeah. And, and as we're speaking mostly to principals here, if you can help your teachers have permission to build community and connect with their kids, none of the other stuff really matters. And that's what really matters the most. If you can find a way to give them permission to do that, that is a worthwhile endeavor and worth the effort and energy that you're putting into it. So um, I would definitely uh, check out that in the show notes for this podcast, there is a link to that um, assembly series so that you can check that out. Uh, that's at jethrojones.com slash podcast. So make sure you get that. That would be anything to help your teachers get, get that permission. In closing, Curtis, what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative principal? Well, I would just say, uh, first off, thank you for the opportunity to be on the program. And I appreciate what you do. And I know that um, it's been hard for you as well and your family, just like everyone else. So a lot of people are on the sidelines right now. And so just from me to you, we are, we're not close. We don't know each other very well, but I just wanted to say for all that, everyone that's listening, we're all in the same cesspool right now for you to be producing this and giving it away to people. I just applaud you as a human being. If we never talk again, I need for you to know from me to you, I appreciate you, man. I know it's not easy. So keep up the good work. I would also say the same thing to everyone that's listening. To be a transformative leader means taking off your mask, being as real as possible, being willing to talk to people about your own resume. Pretending that you're bulletproof right now does not help anyone. I talk to a lot of administrators and we talk about, you know, my three teenagers last year, they were all in private school and we were pushing them and they were working like crazy. And right now they are up in their room trying to be the teacher, administrator, uh, scheduler, uh, disciplinary in their bedroom. And we're asking them to do things they are not equipped to do. And then I'm going to walk in and scream at them because they're on a video game when they're supposed to be watching something. And rather they get an A or a B or a C this year is one thing as a parent I'm concerned with. But rather or not they want to kill themselves tonight, I'm more concerned about. And I think we need to let everyone that is in this arena, if you want to be a real leader, you have to give people permission to say, you know what? 
we know that the number of fails of people that are in school right now doing online learning or remote learning, whatever you want to call it, has gone up. It, it's a crazy number. I won't even throw it out because it changes every day compared to what they got when they were in class. So we have to keep that in mind that the system right now we're using is broke. And I'd like to just end with Norman Natal, the teacher I was talking about. When I finally graduated from high school, I came back home. And when I came in the house, there was a giant set of polo luggage. Remember, this is 35, 40 years ago. A giant set of polo luggage on my couch with a note from Norman Natal saying, Curtis, thank you for being the first special ed student I've ever had to graduate. I bought this polo luggage for you. And believe me, this is when polo was huge, right? This was like, whoa. I bought you this polo luggage because I know you're going to perform around the world and I want you to go in style. Love, Norman Natal. And I traveled the world and wore that luggage out because she believed in me. And that's what I want everyone to take away. How do I inspire? By sharing those stories, by talking about the impact that what you're doing has every day. And I don't care if you're somebody who's listening and says, well, I just move papers around and I, I don't care. You're allowing all the people that are dealing with your customers to do their job better, take ownership and love for those students just like they have, because without you, they couldn't do their jobs. So that's what I wanted to leave you with. Thank you for all that you give every day. I know it's hard times. I'm living proof what you do matters. God bless you all as you navigate 2021. It's going to be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. For sure. Thank you again, Curtis, for being part of Transformative Principle. To learn more about Curtis, you can go to his website, curtiszimmerman.com. He's got links to speaking, his book, everything. And uh, be sure to check that out, curtiszimmerman.com. Thanks again, Curtis. It was great talking with you. Thank you. Thank you to our valued partner, John Cat Educational. If you are a leader looking to make transformative change by providing yourself and your leaders and teachers with professional development that is research-based and rigorous, yet easy to digest and full of practical strategies, check out the latest publications from John Cat. Visit us.johncatbookshop.com to find information on bulk orders or learn much more in our show notes. You can also use the code TRANSFORMATIVE to save a bundle at us.johncatbookshop.com. Hey, middle school principals. What if I told you that all your teachers had to do to teach your students really valuable social and emotional competencies was just press play? In Control SEL is a fully automated video curriculum that teachers and students absolutely love. And that's because it's easy. And it looks just like a Netflix or a YouTube show. So all you have to do to hear about how it can completely transform your school is schedule your call. Tell us Jethro sent you and you'll get 20% off if you feel like it's a good fit. So go now to www.incontrolsel.com slash strategy call to schedule your call today. The link will be in the show notes. Do you want to simplify your school's technology? save teachers' time, improve students' performance on state assessments, 
You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E.